You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm Health Editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Meredith Gresham, Senior Consultant of Research at Hemingcare's Dementia Centre, who recently presented on the topic of smart bidets at the Australian Healthcare Week 2016. Welcome, Meredith. Thanks, Dallas. You presented on the emergence of smart bidets in the 21st century. What are smart bidets and what are we seeing in this space? Well, a bidet is any apparatus that's designed to give a water wash to the perineum and perianal area after voiding bladder or bowels. But the bidets I'm looking at, the so-called smart bidets, are electronic pieces of equipment that replace the ordinary toilet seat. Now, they have two retractable self-cleaning nozzles for front and uh, and rear water sprays. Uh, They have variable pressure, width of spray and temperature. Uh, to uh, adjust cleaning to how you want it. They also have a pulsate or a move button to cover a greater area. And also for those cold winter mornings, they have a a nicely uh, heated toilet seat to your desired temperature. So they're a complete unit in themselves. They simply replace the toilet seat and uh, provide that water wash. You're currently researching the use of bidet technology in the management of incontinence. What is that research exploring? Okay, well, I think one thing I need to be very clear about is that I'm not looking at incontinence per se, but often the um, the uh, the sequelae of incontinence. So incontinence can be managed oftentimes and managed well, but What we haven't got any research about and very little knowledge about is how to clean up afterwards, which is a fundamental um, task that we all do often multiple times a day. So my research is really looking at um, how do we clean up properly and does the bidet actually affect how we may manage incontinence? So there's a slight, just a slight nuance there. One of the um, parts of research that I'm looking at is um, does the bidet clean and dry the user? I'm also looking at um, anecdotal information, information from care workers and uh, nursing aides in nursing homes about how the bidet actually affects their management of residents with incontinence. What are some of your early findings? Um, Early findings are, well, fundamentally, um, I did a feasibility study. That is a study just to say, would these things work in residential aged care? And the basic question was, um, do they clean and dry? Do do they do what they say they will do? Um, The staff of Hammond Care at Woiwoi recorded over 1,300 episodes of using the bidet uh, with toileting. And they found that the bidet, they didn't need to do anything else in 79% of cases after the resident had voided their bowels. They didn't need to do anything else in 94% of cases after just voiding bladder. So the bidet, we can say, is pretty successful in the job that it's going to do. What staff didn't like so much was um, waiting for the bidet to actually dry. And I didn't mention earlier that the bidet actually has a warm air blow dryer that will dry um, after washing. But you have to be a little bit patient. It takes a couple of minutes. But staff mostly abandoned that because they felt it took too long. Um, Another um, 
fundamental measure. We were testing this out with residents who have dementia. So these were the residents who had lost the ability to understand what to do to successfully clean themselves after voiding. And uh, so we had a five-point Likert scale and two staff rated by observing residents quite closely in week one and week 12 of my trial. And uh, for the first week, um, they rated on average residents at about a 1.9, which means that they really didn't like the experience of having their toilet squirting back at them very much. But we found very quickly residents became used to the experience and by week 12, on average, uh, the rating of acceptance, you know, did the resident sit there or even enjoy themselves, that the rating had gone up to a whopping 4.5. So that was, um, that was encouraging. The staff, however, were very clear in telling me that the acceptance of the bid aid by the resident was predicated upon the staff being able to deliver appropriate support. So to reassure and to talk the resident through the experience at the level that the resident could comprehend. Should your research reveal that the use of smart bidets helps in this aspect of management of incontinence, where should they be used? Um, let me actually come back to that question with a slightly different um, answer. One of the aspects of management incontinence that we have found, and again, this is only anecdotal at the present time or observational, is that uh, the staff were telling me that we're using far fewer incontinence pads. And this was borne out when we actually examined uh, financial records of how the monthly spend on incontinence products was going. We only had seven bidets in an 84-bed facility. And on average, over the 12-week trial, we saved over $2,000 on incontinence products. Um, so I, I think the staff were very correct. We were saving. Why was this so? So when we went back in a focus group at the end of the feasibility study, the residents were saying, well, what it seems to be is that the bidet is encouraging people. So you take somebody who has a cognitive impairment to the toilet, you sit there and often nothing happens. So the staff were finding that they would run the bidet um, in what was intended to be a, a clean uh, and they would actually prompt a void of bladder or bowel, sometimes both. Sometimes they'd find they would use the cleaning um, mode of the bidet up to three times. And um, on the first and second goes, they'd actually not only get a void, but second time they'd get more of a void. The third time they'd use to clean the resident. They were actually emptying their bladder or their bowels much more completely than they were doing previously. Therefore, they weren't getting as many episodes of incontinence. Uh, this is actually borne out in some research. I have just two studies, uh, both from Korea, that demonstrated with people with spinal cord injury, so they've lost the ability to actually um, consciously uh, push to have a bowel motion, um, is that a warm water, um, pulsed water stream directed at the anal sphincter muscle actually starts off peristalsis. I have another um, very nice, again, just a case study from Japan that showed that um, an 84-year-old gentleman who had an A-contractile bladder that was unresponsive both to surgery and medication 
um, started using a bid A himself and found that over a four-year period, um, he was no longer needing catheterization to empty his bladder because the, the pulsing warm water stream seemed to actually start off the um, uh, sympathetic nervous system to actually help the bladder contract. So I think even though these are early results, they have very positive um, adjunct ways of helping people manage incontinence. What do you hope attendees of your session at Australian Healthcare Week walked away with? I would say the primary message was awareness. Um, and the reason why I say that is that nobody, absolutely nobody, it doesn't matter whether you have severe dementia or not, finds having somebody else having to wipe your bottom a dignified experience. So certainly for people who are elderly and frail living in nursing care or at home with community care, um, deserve that dignity of, if possible, either managing that task themselves, which is dignified, or it actually means that you haven't got a staff member trying to actually help you lean forward and then get in with wet wipes or toilet paper and and uh, busy themselves in your nether regions, as it were. Um, I think it is something that will give older people dignity and where possible, people who have frailty, uh, stroke, uh, severe arthritis, any number of physical conditions who can actually use the remote control of the bidet. Um, they actually manufacture them as well with um, uh, pedals for pink, uh, people with uh, limited um, hand function. Uh, but it will give people back that dignity. It may mean also through awareness that um, people who would otherwise have to move into a residential care situation simply because they can't have somebody there 24 hours a day every time they need to go to the toilet um, can manage those tasks themselves. It may actually also enable people to remain at home for longer. Thank you for your time, Meredith. You are very welcome.